Hey guys, John here. So I got uh, sort of a series of comments uh, on the last episode that I did from Sir Joseph, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. And this is actually one of the replies later on. I wanted to pull this out because I think it speaks more to the emotion of this, which is what I kind of wanted to address here. But earlier up in the chain, he had sort of said uh, he was, you know, having a little bit of trouble the last few weeks with Upwork, hadn't got as much work as he had been getting. Uh, and so forth. And so we kind of went through a back and forth. And then, you know, I kind of told him, you just kind of got to be dispassionate and, and, and unemotional about it and not get too wrapped up in it and just sort of focus on taking the right steps to move forward with whatever it is that, that you're doing. And so his response was, yeah, that makes sense. This hasn't been a good week for me. I got very well overwhelmed and it led me to be unproductive. I've never thought freelancing would be such a grind out of the gate. But it's either this or go back to doing uh, some nine to five stuff, which to me feels like five to nine stuff because of the energy it drains for me. No going back. Boats have been burned. I appreciate the kind words. So this just when I read this, it sort of really resonated with me because there's there's a few things. But you know, the idea of a nine to five feeling like a five to nine, that absolutely resonates with me. That's exactly how I've always felt about it. No matter what job I had, it's one of the things I talk about or or think about when I talk about how, you know, freelancing is sort of either in your DNA or it's not, it's like, it's built into who you are or it's not. And, you know, mine came from my dad and him being an entrepreneur and going to his offices and his businesses after school, instead of going home and and helping him, you know, and sort of being involved in, in all of that, that's just sort of put it into me that that sort of entrepreneurial spirit and so again I really resonated with that and then this idea of freelancing being such a grind out of the gate you know it's it's true that a lot of people who encourage you to freelance and I think they're well-meaning I know I'm well-meaning um, at times it do tend to glamorize it a little bit and and I, I think there are things glamorous so to speak about freelancing and reasons why you would want to do it and why it's better than a a regular job in my opinion and so forth and so again I think there's there's some truth to that but you know it is a grind it is there's things that you have to learn that you don't necessarily have to learn when you're doing sort of a regular nine to five job about getting clients and marketing and all these different things so at times it can be a grind and it can be overwhelming but what I wanted to talk about today is I, I sort of think that there's a moment in every freelancer's career, right? Like sort of like Sir Joseph's going through here. You've got a few clients, things seem to be going well, but you're not exactly sure how it all happened, how you were able to get those clients, how it all came together. And you're maybe not quite making quite enough to feel comfortable. You'd like to make a little bit more. You know, you're, you're making enough to sort of get by, but it's it's just not enough to to, to really... Uh, do what you want to do with your life. And you can't help but worry constantly about what happens if you lose one of those clients and you can't get another one. Or if you're constantly taking on new clients, if suddenly that slows down. And I think this is a turning point for freelancers. And if you figure it out, then you go on to a, a successful freelance career. If you don't, you sort of get stuck and you're unable to grow past that and fear kind of takes a hold of you. And what happens is eventually most freelancers who stay in that position too long, who stagnate too long, end up giving up. 
Now, for me, it's uh, what I refer to as the hockey guy. So it was a client I had, and it was a training membership site that I'd built for this guy. And he was sort of the client that put me over the top, that nudged me into that six-figure range. And while that was great, I it was weird because as you know, I more and more of that happened and, and that grew, I got more and more anxious because I sort of felt like it was all built on a house of cards because I'd really had no idea how I'd done it. I just sort of got the clients and I didn't really know how or why. I didn't have an exact uh, understanding of what I was doing right. And so I just kind of imagined it all. I just kept imagining it all falling apart and there being nothing that I could do about it. And I obsessed over it. My anxiety was, I was really anxious 24 seven. I remember thinking like, this is supposed to be a good thing. So why does it feel so, so awful? In the end, though, it ended up being a good thing for me because it drove me to dig deeper and actually figure out what was working and why it was working. And that is what ultimately led me from charging $50 an hour, ultimately up to $100 an hour. I got rid of some clients that were really dragging me down and actually, even though they were you know, good paying, paying clients, making my life a lot more miserable and making it harder for me to freelance uh, it caused me to get a lot more proactive in my quote unquote client getting and really understand how and why that works and what I was doing right and what I was doing wrong, what I could do better and ultimately reach a point where I was getting 30 plus project offers a month, way more than I could uh, ever take on or, or do anything with. I got one from a well-known inter internet marketer named Ryan Lee that I turned down Another one from Leslie Samuel from Social Media Examiner. And it ultimately, the point I'm trying to make is it just put me in a lot stronger position with a lot more peace of mind and certainty because I actually knew what I was doing. And it wasn't some magical thing. It just all came from taking the time to dig in and really learn how to market, how to get clients, and how to build a real freelance business that wasn't beholden to luck or chance or, or some freelancing platform, right? It was, I actually knew what I was doing specifically and I knew how to go out and, and get more clients and so forth. So, you know, if that's the kind of thing that you're after, then maybe this is the kick in the pants that you need to turn that corner. And ultimately the, the point that I want to make is get serious. This is a turning point. It's a decision time of, am I going to take this serious and am I going to start building a real freelance business or I'm gonna, am I going to sort of continue in this kind of hope marketing, uh, just hoping things show up and not really knowing how or why uh, and, and being beholden to a platform or chance or luck or whatever, right? It, it's, it's, it's a turning or it can be a turning point where you really get serious and, and knuckle down and, and figure this stuff out. So hopefully if you're in that position, this is that for you. Anyway, what I learned during that time is also what I cover in my new Beginner's Guide to Freelance course. It's like I have said, it's the big rocks, sort of the chess moves to make to methodically build your freelance business with certainty over the next months and years and, and so forth. So you can get access to that over on Skillshare for nothing. You just go over to johnmorrisonline.com slash freelance. You'll see all the details on how to get access and so forth. Again, that's johnmorrisonline.com slash freelance. All right, that'll do it. Talk to you next time.